Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep, it's got a high-res 120Hz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah. I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine. A new kind of Chromebook. No I don't know what they're so excited about, <laughs> but I'm ready. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. Welcome to this edition of Play Retro. My name is Scott Johnson. I'm one of your hosts, and I'm a goofy-looking little flickering sprite hell-bent on kicking your butt and catching flying hamburgers. Oh, you, you got some of the flying hamburgers, did you? And I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway. And this one time in high school, some gangs kidnapped my girlfriend and held her in the school ransom. So I busted up in there with my best friend and started popping jocks and preppies in the head with sticks trash cans, brass knuckles, pretty much anything I could get my hands on, and kept punching until they barfed and cried for their mommy. Okay, okay, maybe it was a video game that I, I rented from Blockbuster and used as an outlet for dealing with being bullied. Barf. Sad. Sad barf. Sad barf. Oh, there's nothing worse than a sad barf. Oh, the worst barf is You okay barf. in there? Yeah. I'm having a sad barf. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, welcome. We're going to do uh, River City Ransom in the uh, Cuino. I never say it right. Cuneo Coon games. You died it. Cuneo Coon. That's that's the way I've been saying it all week, and no one has yelled at me, so I'm assuming it is correct. Yep. We got River, River City Ransom. We got Renegade. Garbage. We got Crash and the Boys. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Super Dodgeball, my favorite. Uh, yes. A bunch of other stuff. So if you don't remember these games, don't worry, we'll fill you in. If you do, you already know how stoked you are we're talking about these because they have a fandom following. Let's just say that. A little bit. A little bit. People are into it. And uh, for those who don't know, we'll, we'll explain. We'll make it clear. All right? We'll make it clear. Now, before we do that, I want to give a shout out to a listener. His name is Ow. Dennis Burkett. Okay. Maybe it's Burkett. I'm not even sure. Oh, mm, brisket, um, maybe. Maybe. But he's a self-published author, and he just published a book on Amazon oh. called Console Kings, The Greatest yes. Video Game Consoles of All Time. I'm by, down. Yeah, by Dennis Burkett. You can get it now on Kindle. If you have Kindle Unlimited, like I do, you just download it. It doesn't cost you a dime. It's just there. And I think the Kindle by itself is like maybe 10 bucks if you don't have unlimited. But if you have unlimited, it's on there. Just search for it. Search for Console Kings on Amazon. You'll find it. Mm. First thing that comes up. I am so stoked for him and his new uh, published work. And I, I think it's amazing. And I can't wait to dig in. I've got it all set up. I've got it bookmarked, ready to go. I'm going to read that shit. I'm going to read it real good. And then we're going to talk about it here on the show, right? I got to read it too. I, yeah, I we can't should decide. talk about it. I, what, yeah. what benefits, what benefits uh, the, some of our, our online publishers who publish through through Kindle and Amazon, what benefits you more? My my uh, dab through my uh, monthly Kindle thing, or mm-hmm. just me just giving you the money? Just, yeah, I'll do just I give you the money? Yeah, we we're happy to buy if it if he comes back to me and says, "Well, I get a bigger cut if someone just buys it." Well, then we'll buy it. If you get more, right, from but he the may Kindle be like Unlimited, me too, though. It's, it's like people ask me that question all the time too. It's like, 
Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm watching you on Twitch, and I always want to know the best way to donate. Where do you get the most money? And I'm like, well, I appreciate all donations. Yeah. However. However, there is always a yes. best one. There's always there the, best the best one. one. I anyway, have a favorite. I'm jazzed for you uh, there, Dennis, and I think that's rad that you did that. I admire yeah, authors, too. and I want I'm, – I'm still – it's one of my bucket list things. I want to make a book one day, and I'm always well, checking. Are we going to write a retro book, Scott? Are we going to write – re- You want to do a retro book? We're doing we should it. write a retro book. We're doing it. It's happening. It's yeah. committed. No, you all heard it here first. Help, help is happening. So go go wet your whistle on uh, Console Kings, the greatest video game consoles of all time by Dennis Burkett today. Uh, Brian, you've we been should doing, do a uh, comic book, a retro comic book. That's what we should do. Well, like, we do Comic Zone. Well, we'd we illustrate like the a, shit out of it. We'd it would yeah. be drawings everywhere. You know, a badass. Yeah, that'd be the that'd be the way. Tell me about your failed 3D prints this week. I can't wait to Oh, hear. my God. So many failed 3D prints. I don't know what's going on. The change of weather, I don't know what it is. But if you're not familiar with 3D printing, sometimes it can be finicky. And I've, I've, re, I've re-leveled my bed on my FDM printer. I've, I've you know, redone everything on my, uh, on my resin printer. And it just seems like everything keeps failing, which is fine because I could not find any Kudio Goon. Uh, 3D models. I couldn't find any. Oh, really? I looked That's just everywhere. like me. I couldn't, I couldn't find any um, English commercials either. It turns out there's yeah, none. Yeah. yeah, That's because it is 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 uh, garnered a <laughs> uh, uh, was a cult following yeah. in the U.S. And as a result, the library is deep in Japan, uh, and so localization has been happening. But it's still it is still niche, right? It's still niche. Uh, so I guess we have to make our own. I guess we have to make our own uh, uh, Kunio. And, uh, do so that. you say niche? Mm-hmm. I say niche or niche. Which one? Which of the three is correct? What I say? What said, I say? You said niche, and you might. Or you, you may. You niche. may catch me saying it a million different ways according to who I'm hanging out with. Oh, I. I may. I don't think. I don't think I've ever planted my flag and said this is the way you say niche. Uh, niche. Niche. I niche. say niche. Niche. Like quiche. I, you know. If no one ever corrected me, I definitely would have always said niche. That's how. That's how I learned it growing up. Yeah. Well, that's just a niche. It's a real that's niche. How you, you do got that there. On. That's but. Yeah. You, know. you want. You want to be. A, uh, you want to become a good podcaster. You find your niche. <laughs> you find your niche. That's right. And then you hitch it. Yeah. And then you get on about your business. Yep. You, you got to work hard, boy. Your ball hitch. Yeah, what, Remember those ball yeah. hitches? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Ball, ball to the ball. To, but I've also been watching. This is what I was wanting to talk to you about when we yeah. talked about the. Did we talk about the pre-show? Yeah, anyway, we, we talked earlier yeah. about doing a Discord thing yeah. where we do like a watch along. And I have actually talked to several members of the, the community about watching Misfits of Science. Oh, do you remember the I Misfits do. of Science during the 80s? Yeah. I with Courtney remember. Cox. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A yeah. very and young Courtney Cox. This is like before Friends and all that. This was, was, was this right after her music video appearance uh, or yeah, right before? They, it was very close. I think her first thing was the, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Born in the right. USA. The music video. I can't the think music of video where she comes up and she dances on stage. <laughs> yeah, but who's the, what's the singer? I can't think of his name. What's wrong with uh, d- 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 Born I don't know. In the why, am I, why am I blanking? Yeah. Boom. Bru- Bru- uh, Bruce Springsteen. Springsteen. That's it. Bruce Springsteen's. Me. Yeah, this was. I think this was after that. I believe. Yeah, but I was so frustrated with it. I just fired up YouTube, but you can't find this streaming anywhere. Even though it's an NBC property, this was a time when NBC was changing over. Yeah, uh, they had no number one hits when this uh, show came out, and they were just throwing everything. Uh, at the TV, yeah. they were pulling from Ghostbusters, Back to the Future, I believe. They were pulling just anywhere they could find some like nerd humor, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, just the, like that elevated supernatural stuff. Yeah. And uh, that—that's what it was all about. It was about meeting those uh, those next metahumans of sorts. That's right. So they were ahead of, of the, they were ahead of the curve, actually, if you think about it. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, only lasted one season. Uh, and the misfits of science, a lot of fun. If there's a, there was a made for TV movie, which I, I may start trying to push on film sack and going, Hey, you know, we should watch this is an hour and a half long and it's a full movie. And they've got, they've got real music in it because Whoa. the pilot episode, the, the beginning uses real licensed music, not that pilot that, that, excuse me, not that, uh, that intro music you were just playing a second ago. Sure. I don't think you actually played the music itself, but anyway, <laughs> that, that thing is yeah. nothing. They were, they were using, you know, the fifties music. One of the main characters is like, his name is Johnny B uh, and he shoots lightning and stuff. And he, pl- he likes to, he likes to pretend like he's going to sing Johnny B good and that kind of stuff. And he actually uh, does a performance. 
Hold on. That's why they call him Johnny B is because he tries to sing Johnny B good on occasion. I don't know if it's because he tries to do that, but that is definitely the nod to his character. He is totally hung up on that 50s rock and roll uh, kind of stuff. Matter of fact, they tempt him to join the band by presenting him with a cassette tape of the greatest hits. Wow. You know what that'd yes. be like? That'd be like today if uh, they made a show like this and one of the kids would be obsessed with like, um, I don't know, uh, it's, uh, what's a good song from the 80s that you would just think of as an anthem? Africa from yeah. Toto. Like they would just do right. Africa all day. That's it, that's exactly. the timeline that you're looking at. You know? Yeah, is, is it? Okay, so from those 30 years distance between then and there, so do you think we've already passed our, do you think the 80s or the 90s are really where it's at right now? Because well, I feel like we've kind of... The 80s is still around. It'll always be there. There'll always be 50s-style restaurants, right? Yeah. There'll probably always be 80s-style whatever the, the hell. If you, look at the kid, if you look at kids, like teenagers, <laughs> like what are they wearing? What are they saying? What are they doing? What music right. are they listening to? It's still pretty right. heavy 80s, maybe early think- 90s, but it's definitely still that kind of zone. Yeah, I still think so with the ripped jeans. I'm still oh, seeing yeah. the ripped jeans and yeah. stuff. I'm seeing people tight roll still. I'm like, are we still in the 80s? Mullets, I thought we moved on to the 90s. Mullets. There's a little yeah. bit of carryover into the early 90s for sure because mullets right. definitely carried over. But uh, yeah, I think I think the 80s and, and the 90s for that matter, the they're 90s. kind of mushing together in a weird way. They're kind of yeah, going, they, they really are. But I guess that's what happens. But man, if you haven't seen The Misfits of Science, it's on YouTube. At least the pilot is it's all out there. You're not going to find any streaming service to find it on. You can buy a DVD version of it, but you got Courtney Cox in there doing her hair. She's got that short haircut, and she keeps she'll put her hands on her head, and this the, then the screen will go black and white, or it'll go negative. Oh, film. it's because she and can see stuff or film. whatever, right? She can vision. Yeah, things. she's got the she's got the mental thing where she can like zap people. She got the shin and. Right. Yeah, she's got the shiny. We got a guy who can shrink. Yeah, we got a guy who can shrink and grow big. Sweet, it's great. That's what you want. Loved it. No, no shows good. If you're gonna do a superhero <laughs> thing and you don't have a guy who can shrink, forget it. What are you doing? What's right. E- what's even the point? What's even the point? Uh, well, great. If we find the whole set somewhere, if somebody finds the whole thing, maybe we'll do a little private Discord screening uh, with a bunch oh, of you. you oh, I'll, I'll get you the whole thing. No worry about that. Okay, or I'll talk to Bombie. I bet he has it. All right, you or Bombats, you guys hook us up, get us done, get it going. Just done. And then we're on our way. All right. Uh, Everybody, enjoy this. Shall we play a game? We're going to talk about, I mean, River City Ransom's probably probably the most known quantity here. It's the name people probably most recognize. But we're going to talk about these Kunio Kun games that uh, were a huge rage in Japan and then have quite a following over here. I remember playing a couple of these games back in the day, and I just thought, Oh, that one looks like like I see River City Ransom. I go, that looks like uh, uh, Double Dragon there. Like Double Dragon, exactly. And I've dismissed this game many times just because of that. People have I've I've had people for years and more recently going, you guys need to do River City Ransom. And yeah. I'm like, ah, this is Double Dragon. I don't need that. And I, I'll I mean, admit, it, it is, but it isn't wrong. right. There's a lot more going right. on here, and uh, it's so my prefer of all those like side scrolling eight bit brawlers. This is my favorite one to play. Um, yeah. I like bad dudes. I like wait, bad dudes, sixteen bit or eight bit. I think it's eight bit. I think anyway, it's eight bit. I like bad dudes eight bit. I think maybe so. not. I think you're right. There may have been a later game too. I can't remember. Um, right. But then um, I liked almost all the ones except for Double Dragon. Double Dragon never did it for me. Not my jam. I don't know why. Can't I can't really explain. Yeah, it. I just didn't like it. Yeah, I was. I'm kind of with you. And I think actually it might have been. Was it sixteen bit? Uh, no, I'm not. No, I'm, uh, the bad dudes. Anyway, bad dudes. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, Double Dragon was more my jam because I felt like it it was it was pure uh, for the beat em ups. And that was the first time I really played a beat em up. I never played Renegade, uh, which was, you know, the the grandfather of all these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, that's the reason why I kept dismissing River City Ransom. And I'm so like I said, I'm so glad that you guys push us to do things outside our comfort zone. It makes me I learn. Sure. I no, I like that week. too because this is yeah. stuff I didn't know either. And then the other game I played a ton of in the in the series, or not in the series, but that came from this uh, these developers and these you know right this Technos. name. Uh, the other game would have been um, the Super Dodgeball. I love Super Dodgeball. Yes. Huge fan. In fact, let's play a little bit of that. get the idea and you play a bunch yeah. of um you play a bunch of volleyball turns out or not volleyball dodgeball yeah. <laughs> you don't play any volleyball 
and uh, throw balls at each other. And uh, in that, it succeeds wildly. And I'm happy to report that Super Dodgeball plays incredibly well on a Steam Deck. It is a perfect little handheld retro game. Um, I sat and played, I don't know, at least two, three hours of this this week. And I didn't know this. uh, I'd played Super Dodgeball way back in the day. And once again, all these games that were in the Kunio series coming out of uh, out of Technos, I did not understand because I didn't have manuals playing these things later on because I, I didn't get NES until later. And sometimes I have some of these games and I wouldn't have any manuals. And there's no description. There's no hand-holding. And the real joy in all of these games is knowing the special moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, you're just going to get your trash kicked. Oh, yeah. In, and I no, didn't this know was any a, of that stuff. This was a skill-based uh, experience. By the way, there's something I noticed about this. We're looking at the video right now. Yeah, the NES version of this featured the NES curse, which is real flickery sprites, bad flickering, bad flickering, especially in this, especially in this version of yeah. it. Yeah, and it's a fast game, so you know it's it's sacrificing a lot to get this done. Mm-hmm. Um, but the version I played, the the ROM I played, didn't have any right. flicker in it at all. Interesting. They might yeah. have uh, fixed. It. So a lot of these, a lot of these games were. Uh, I mean, like I said. The community that sprung up around this really loves these games, and I see why. And they they poured just so much love in these things, so I wouldn't doubt. Oh what yeah, hell yeah! They felt to get up ahead of their time because there's like an action quality to this that just is kind of yeah. visceral and speedy and not not your typical NES fare. And I think it holds up. Um, now, is this the mode that you were mostly playing on screen? Scott is playing uh, is kind of a free for all mode. Almost entirely, uh, this is what I played. This okay, is, so the free for all mode, you just you just it's a bunch of you guys just out in the yard, out in front of the school, the, the which is where most of these are based at, right. uh, and you're just you know you're dodgeballing, you're you're throwing at somebody, uh, and if they catch it, they get the ball and they can throw it back at you and hit you, and if you knock you down or you don't get the ball. Uh, then, you know, it's basic dodgeball rules here. Now, yeah. there's tournament level stuff, and I had no idea to play that because we never played anything other than this when I was growing up, just out in the free-for-all dodgeballing. Did you play Sam, Mike, Randy, John, Bill, or Steve? I actually went through a whole team. So you could choose your team since I was playing in the tournament style. I don't think it's called tournament, but it was something like that where you actually get on a... Uh, you actually get, like, on a on a field mm-hmm. where there's, like, uh, you know, there's a middle, midway point. You got six uh, members on each side and you have a line that you can't cross or you're not right. supposed to cross but you do anyway yeah um and i <laughs> each one of these guys has their own special power throw and that's really the only thing you can really knock somebody out with you can like you can lightly throw it but they're nine that one maybe not nine out of ten a lot of times they're going to catch it if you don't if you don't spin it and use your power move that opponent is going to catch it yeah, and almost so I, almost I, always. They'll catch it occasionally with the power move, but much lower yeah. percentage of them catching it, for yeah. sure. And so what you can do is when you first start, it gives you the six characters you can play as, and you can choose what position they play. Three positions are basically kind of like a defense right. where they're on the uh, the opponent's side, and they're just to catch the ball when it goes out of bounds so that they can pass it back. And they can also throw and hit people. Uh, but yeah, I, I went through all of them. So I really can't say who's my, favorite. I don't even know if there's like a, is there a professional rule set for actual dodgeball? Like, I don't know if that exists. I, I, there must be. And I don't understand it because yeah. I've seen the movie dodgeball. Can you dodge a wrench? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I don't know enough about dodgeball. I think it's, it's, it's what's at the core of, uh, <laughs> the Kunio Kun, uh, games. Uh, the, the developer specifically, uh, Yoshi Kisimoto, I think his name is. Yeah. Uh, he specifically remembers getting in a lot of fights growing up, and all of this is set in kind of his world, as well as the character Kunio Kun mm-hmm. uh, is is set into all of that. And so, yeah, I oh, there's there's the selection screen by the way that that, that just showed. Yeah, up. totally. But, and there's and they're playing the, this mode you were talking about where it's divided there in the middle. They're right. playing in front of the but, Taj Mahal of all places. It makes no sense. But here's a guy. Here's a guy who lives in Japan. Yeah. And here I am in America, <laughs> and we kind of have the same experience because he's talking about bullies who are jocks, preppies, just different gangs of. Of uh, you know, it, we used to call them clicks. Yeah. We didn't call them gangs in school. We called them clicks. Yeah, and uh, you would get into fights with. So you know, my what I may be doing may be at odds with what you're doing. And usually, you could confront those 
issues on the field in the dodgeball. They were kind of like theme gangs growing up. Like we had the stoner kids or the smoker kids in the parking lot. And you had the preppy kids and you had the, I don't know, the new wave kids and the the new wave kids were the best. Yeah. I loved it. Theme gangs are amazing. I wish those were still prominent in schools. And that's where all, that's where the series started as well. Uh, the, the, uh, he, he was hired, the developer, uh, uh, Kishimoto, Kishimoto, I think that's how you say it. Uh, he was hired originally away from the competition, by the way. Uh, and he was, and he, they wanted to do some things. He was working on laser disc games before this and they wanted him to do, uh, something similar. And he's like, no, no, listen up. I got an idea. Listen up. And so, you know, he pitches this idea and they're like, okay. And so they, they went with the first game was uh, renegade, which was at the arcade yeah. uh, before it ever hit the NES. And it was uh, basically warriors. It was, it was nothing but a pure beat em up. And it was all about theme gangs. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. And I love, I love that there's a little bit of story to it because the game otherwise is just sort of, you know, throw a ball at each other. There's not a lot going on there. It's fun right, right. though. I will say this. Okay. If you're a millennial or you're some kind of Gen Z kid and you don't remember, uh, you don't know anything, you have no connection to this. And you're like, well, what is this like? What this game reminded me of and why I think I got hooked on it for so long the other night is the game right. is basically super smash brothers in a, in okay, a weird yeah. way. Like the ball sure. obviously adds a different dynamic to it, but the way that you're trying to eliminate each other and over time you're you're getting you know hard, harder hits on the guys you're trying to hit like knocking them clear in some cases clear off the court uh, just i had a vibe of smash brothers the whole time playing this yeah it's it's great because the uh, some of the power moves or some of the players are you have all kinds of stats and stuff that's uh, really common except for renegade and the kunio kun series uh, stats and RPG elements are thrown into a bunch of these competitive and beat em up uh, games. And they, uh, where's it going with that? Anyway, where's it going? Why's it going? <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to talk about We can talk about Renegade. Do you want to talk about Renegade? Let's talk about Renegade. We should talk about Renegade, but one thing Super Dodgeball, yeah. amazing game. Play if it. If you get a chance to play it, play, play that it. effing game. Seriously. Yeah, play that effing game. Oh, the, 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 the power moves are really cool. Like Scott said, you can bowl somebody over essentially with some of them. Yeah, it's really cool. And it's kind of intense. Of it's kind of like, whoa, freaking, yeah, that guy fast. just did that. Yeah, it's fast for an NES game. Now, if you get the version of the ROM with all the flicker, I feel bad for you because I'm watching some yeah. of this video going, oh, I don't know if this would be as good. It, so, it's much worse yeah. in the free-for-all yeah. ver- area, and it, it might be in part because all of these games were localized. They were they first released in uh, Japan, then localized to other regions. And in the U.S., they would always... Uh, redo the backgrounds and stuff. So right. they just take their big old bitmaps and they would change out the the backgrounds and stuff. And I think that there may have been a problem with some of the color palettes and stuff and how the NES was rendering. Plus, yeah. I think the NES was a little bit underpowered compared to the Famicom, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, there was a the, slightly would have been the, uh, worse chip, yeah. video chip. I, we'll have to explore that one day. Yeah, I'll have to look I don't know enough to, to speak to it. But I remember that. There was a lot of talk about that, how the NES, or the Famicom version of that wrestling game we talked about was one of those yes. where it was like really yeah. smooth and clear and had no flicker in Japan, but over here it looked like shit. Right. <laughs> don't you love us, Japan? I don't, know why, I don't know why they gave us the underpowered chip. I mean, whatever. It sold like crazy and made a lot of money and nobody cares, but right. still. There's so many different laws in uh, in Japan that they didn't get the protection of that here in the U.S. Like in Japan, you couldn't rent video games. And that mm-hmm. played into something we're going to talk about here in just a second. Yeah. I'm not sure if they did it on the Renegade uh, ROM version, but they definitely did it in the later versions like River City Ransom. Yeah. They removed the easy mode, so it was easy, medium, and hard. Yeah. In these games, when they re, uh, when they made it regional to the U.S., they chopped out that easy because you could rent these games at Blockbuster, and they didn't want you to do that because oh, they, didn't they didn't want, want you to, to beat it, it while you had it, right? Yeah, they, they wanted want you to, to buy be it. a little bit harder. Ah, see, it always comes down Jerks. to the almighty yen dollar. Ah, yen dollar, yen dollar. Look at this. <laughs> All right, so. This is Renegade, and Renegade yeah. is not just a dumb dance people do. 
Uh, Renegade is a <laughs> is the worst video game of the of the lot. I don't think this oh is a great god. game. Oh my god! Yeah, I I agree. It's because it was primordial, right? It was just the NES version. The arcade version, I think, was pretty good, but the uh, NES version was just it suffered from some stuff. I think the video I've got yeah. here is an NES playthrough, but um, it is. It is. I played this for maybe five minutes before I just couldn't do it. I was like, okay, yeah. this is too much. It's it's very difficult. Um, and it's very uh, monotonous. It's just you, you you got these two-minute rounds where you're playing these different areas, and you've got to defeat so many enemies. And mm -hmm. it's the primordial ooze of what a beat-em-up would really become, allowing you to move in eight directions because yep. everything was like an isometric view. Up until this point, we were mostly doing the side-scroll and beat-em-ups where right. we're starting to get into the isometric views. Uh, give you a little bit more. Yeah, you get a little uh, XY movement. access, right? Like Before yeah. this, it was, it was purely uh, going left or right. And then yeah. we would come to expect every brawler to have this dimension. Like we, yeah, it exactly. Became and I, required. It would it would create something that I hate st terribly, mm -hmm. which is <laughs> being at a forty five degree angle to any of my uh, <laughs> any of the enemies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it kind of haunted the whole genre forever. So if you played Streets of Rage or you played um, yeah. uh, what was the Capcom game? Forgot. Well, it was Final Fight. Yeah, Those Final games, Fight. same deal. Like you had to get good at lining up your pixels. Otherwise you're going to die, which meant more quarters, right. which they probably wanted uh, you to do. So. Yeah. Yeah. But, but as you um, can tell this person, this person playing here, I watched a couple of playthroughs. It literally, you can run the whole game uh, in about nine minutes on yeah. one life. And then it just, it, it goes to, it go it goes through again, loops again, yeah. gets a little harder. But I mean, the fact that you can complete the game in like nine minutes, it kind of tells you how yeah. it, it doesn't have a lot of variation. This thing was meant for arcades guy. and it succeeded yeah. in arcades. They brought it home. It probably did well, well in Japan. I don't think I heard of this one back in the day. This is the first yeah, time I, I heard about it. That was me it. too. I, I knew nothing. I think I knew about the uh, arcade, Mr. K. Um, I think I knew about the arcade one, which looks way better. It's a lot more intimidating. It's ex the experience you expect mm -hmm. at an arcade. You throw in a quarter, you play for two minutes. You got you're fighting people on screen, but there's a there's a warrior boss kind of standing and waiting his turn yeah. for you to get your trash kicked. So it's very you know Bruce Lee kind of uh, you know it's like oh take on my minions and now I will fight you. Mm -hmm. Where this one you just got the enemies on screen and you you kind of keep moving forward and then you have to fight a boss and it doesn't even seem that much tougher than the than the other guys just it's just, it's just not great this it's is not fun it's okay me. but it's not great I, yeah. there are other things i would say people should play in this list first we've already talked yeah, about the arcade one. version changed everything the nes version yeah i don't think it did much not so much here's our uh, <laughs> chat here you can see the arcade version in action just a little bit more beef going on here still 8-bit but Clearly, we got some better yeah. hardware in the arcade. Look at that! That's see, that's some arcade action. You got lights going on. You're fighting the you're fighting the lady gang. Yeah, I think look at the cats. lady gang, dude. The lady gang. They got the cats. They got the cat. They got the whips. Yeah. You know, it's it's very. Oh, it's just it's so. There's delicious. the boss. Look at the boss waiting over there in the yeah. corner. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, look at this. This lady's a big one, boy. She's gonna tear you <laughs> up. But see how much fun this is. It's bright. It's colorful. You've got way more colors than your NES palette, and you know, you got all this dithering going on, and it's all that she's running at you. There's yep. just so much variation in, in attacks and stuff, it seems. Yeah, it just wasn't there. Yep, wasn't there in the home version, but that can always, you know, but that was the deal back then. Arcade games just they were better, they were always, they were yeah. always ahead of the curve. That changed yeah. right around. Late 90s, early 2000s, maybe like 98, 99. It started to be like no arcade machines started to be that advanced compared to home. Yeah. It and seemed like once it got to the 16 bit era, we're getting arcade near perfect. Yeah. You know, you could get you could get it pretty close. Yeah. Depending on the game. Like if you're talking about a brand new game that just hit arcade, you might have trouble yeah. there. Um, right. But if you were trying to recreate joust on a 16 bit console, oh, yeah. not you, a problem. You had no yeah. problem. It was, that was the game. But if you wanted to, you know, as long as the port was good or whatever, but right. but you had, so you had the power to do it, but back, you know, today <laughs> there's nothing in the arcade that compares to home. Now. Oh, like there's nothing. As a matter of fact, it's kind of flipped because now you'll go to the arcade and it's according to where you're at. It's not uncommon to see uh, an iPhone, an iOS game up on a big screen yeah. flipped. And it's like, oh, isn't that weird? What? <laughs> yeah, like doodle jumps in the arcade. You get tickets from it. It's yeah, stupid. yeah. It's like, wait a minute. It's so stupid so now to we're me. Just, but that's, yeah. where that's where we're at. And it's okay, everybody. Don't it's get fine. upset. It's fine. it's fine. All right, now let's talk about the one that really deserves most of the uh, the praise. 
Oh, that music's so familiar to me. So the one of these that I played the most back in the day was River City Ransom. Yes. And River City Ransom is very interesting. It's a side-scrolling beat-em-up, very similar to Double Dragon. We mentioned that earlier. You can get in there on your own or bring a friend, travel through the locations of River City. You encounter a bunch of gangs, you know, similar stuff. But this is a lot more like what you would expect from something like Double Dragon. But what we found as we dug a little deeper, this had like RPG shit in there and stuff. Yeah. Right? I. I, yeah, exactly. And I saw the RPG shit before when I played, <laughs> but I never thought anything about it. I thought, oh, what a nice little uh, side stop because I would, I would, you know, I'd, I'd clear the first couple of screens mm-hmm. and I go, oh, okay, this is, this is just a belt scroller. You know, it's just like, it's just gonna, it's just gonna scroll over like, you know, double dragon. And you just kind of keep progressing, fight a boss, keep progressing, right. you know, and you don't really up your stats or anything necessarily. You just pick up cool weapons as you go along and you get better at your moves and that kind of stuff. But here, you you go along and you'll stop at a mall and you'll get some sushi to increase your stamina. I'm like, wait a minute, I press this button, I'm getting stats. Yeah, and all that stuff becomes really important because it's it's open world and the fact that you can you can pretty much go back and forth in any direction you want to. Uh, the enemies will respawn in areas, but I mean, you you've got the leisure to do what you need to do, and including grinding if you have to because you have to read books to learn new moves so you can beat some of these bosses and yeah. that explains why i would get so frustrated with this game when i would just try to play it like a regular beat-em-up i'd you know i'd, I'd make it to the boss and i'd be like oh i just kicked my trash what, what am i doing wrong why why what, did i not do something right right well i wasn't playing it like an rpg yeah i wasn't thinking about stats yeah no it's crazy I, right? I learned yeah it's very uh in that way pretty inventive ideas here that you wouldn't see much later in games of very different types like side-scrolling beat-em-up reading books to learn stats come on give me a break yeah come on so weird come on and you don't just read the book man you don't just buy the book you gotta go in your bag you gotta pull the book out you gotta read it yep it's just crazy i love the love they put to this game too because like when you go in you can get i love eating to get my stamina back up and uh, you know, you, get, you got your choice of, like sushi, eggs. You got it's got all this squid. A really bad idea. Really bad idea to head down to the mall, pick up some squid, and then go do some fighting. Oh, some mall obviously, squid. Ugh, bad. bad yeah, news. obviously that's what the jocks were doing that you face early on because every one of them you hit, they go when you hit when you kill them, they go barf. <laughs> <laughs> they there's messages on screen that that uh, show. You know, some kind of exclamation, usually uh, to, to assigned to each of the uh, theme gangs. And, right. you know, like uh, the jocks would use, like, go barf. And mm-hmm. every once in a while, if you're in the right area, one of them may let go a secret. They'll let tell you where to go to, like, some secret area or something. So yeah, you can you got to watch for that stuff. And I wasn't doing that at first, and I missed out on some stuff because, oh, I'm like, oh, they're just saying barf and mama, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. But you got to watch. My favorite part is watch. the art style is these little scrunched up dudes with these big yeah. beefy arms, and they've got these little chibli pants on. and Yes. They're great. I love it. I do like them. I like the little chibli pants. And once again, this was in the you know Japan first, at least about a year or so before on the Famicom. Then it's made it to its way to the, the, to the NES. They changed the backgrounds. They gave us... Gave them instead of school uniforms, they gave them like, uh, which all this stuff is supposed to be taking place like at, at schools and stuff, right? Uh, and you know, we got we got we got Ma Bell back here in the background. I guess those are telephone booths and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, they changed them for localization reason, reasons. They got uh, the U.S. mail. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they they did some localization stuff. Go where's that Mojo's? Where, where's that at? Yeah, where the hell's but, uh, Mojo's? Let's go to Mojo's. I don't, yeah, Mojo's. Yeah. Trash pickup. Yep, trash pickup. Game- men at work. Look at all this English. It's amazing. <laughs> Uh, it there's, is. There's the great carrot farms of uh, Ransom City. Uh, look at that. Yeah, Amazing. those don't look like carrots. They look like, uh, well, I won't say what they look like, but let's just say <laughs> I'm always looking for the the phallics in anything, really. I just, yeah, this, these, I may have a problem. These are very phallic. Uh, or you have a problem. I'll go ahead and say it to you, not me. That's what I'll say. <laughs> anyway, it's a very cool game and, uh, you know, a little straightforward in terms of what you're actually going to be doing moment to moment. But those weird things on right. the periphery really make it special. Yeah. You and, collect um, coins, you beat up, you beat so basically, it turns bullying on his head, right? Yeah. You, you beat up a guy. He drops his coin. You grab the coin. You need those coins so that you can buy books so you can get tougher, so you can get that that brick punch or whatever that goes really fast. Yeah. And you're working your way up to Slick, who's the bad guy in this game. Uh, he's kidnapped your girlfriend. You got you got to actually go past an evil version of uh, of the Double Dragon Twins. Yep. 
Yep. And uh, it's yeah, it's it's an interesting progression. And like I said, I I've always poo pooed River City, Ritter, River Ritter City, Ritter Ritter, Ritter John City Ritter. Ransom. It's a John Ritter City. Yeah, uh, it's one. just uh, I always poo pooed it as just another one of these. I was like, oh, it's just another one of these Ritter. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it it it's more than it, that. It, it, it uh, yeah, it fooled me. It's more and than now that. Now I'm a fan. I'm yeah. a fan, and I understand the fandom. I get it. Why people are so stoked mm-hmm. about it. It's a little bit of a bummer that those didn't continue on. Like Double Dragon had stuff. Geez, all the way up through the 32-bit era, I think. Right. Um, well, they have uh, they have River City. Uh, it's River City Girls. Oh, you know, this whole yeah, the girl one. Um, what's yeah. that called? Uh, River City Girls, I think is what. Because they, they took on the moniker River City after that. The company Technos uh, right. what, went bankrupt during the 90s, I think. And then uh, employees from there started a company called Million, and they bought the property rights, and they kept on this Cuneo series. Uh, as well as even once they kind of fell, then another part of that that original groups uh, started a company called Arc System Works, and they're still around. You've got River City Girls on uh, 2019 on Steam. So. Yeah, that's actually a, real, a, real, a well well regarded beat 'em up. Yeah. People like it a lot. Um, they're really only two I feel like in the last few years that anyone cares about, and it's these this series. There's two yeah. now out as well, or maybe it's coming soon. I can't remember, but there's a River City Girls too. I think. Yes. Um, but this was was well received, and the other one is that um, Scott Pilgrim side scroller thing. Yes, people love that game. I'm pretty um, excited about that, and I feel like I don't know. In a lot of ways, those are spiritual. Well, definitely River City Girls is, but yeah. But I would say I'm, even I'm Scott Pilgrim is like things a, about the yeah. River City Saga Three Kingdoms. I don't oh, know I haven't heard of that. Is that, that a thing? Yeah, I think that came out last year. I believe I put a link down towards the bottom of. What you can play that's more like this, and it's on the Nintendo Switch, I believe. But also, maybe on Steam also too. on Steam. Um, looking Excellent. at it here, let's see. Uh, Cuneo, positive. Cuneo, the beloved out. hot-blooded renegade. Oh, they got two. <laughs> they got yes. the renegade word in there. That's nice. That translation is like, uh, what was it? Uh, was it the what, what was the translation? Was it renegade that had their awesome name, or was it? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Renegade, uh, the 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 Japanese version tr- roughly translates to uh, hot blooded tough guy Kunio. Oh wow, mm-hmm. that's a that's a broad translation. I like it. Yes, it uh, is. Real quick here, came out July last year. That's that's that one. Yeah, and they're all out there. How much is that? Twenty nine bucks. Come on now. Almost all of this stuff. They they are really set on this twenty nine thirty nine dollar price point for just about everything. Uh, if, if when you're looking at the the Kunio Kun series, yeah, are you a little sad that the uh, I don't know that they never quite got the recognition here that they did over there? I mean, obviously they've got their I, fans, but right, I I kind of am, uh, but I wasn't ready for this, <laughs> and I doubt anybody, any of my peers, we just weren't playing. We weren't necessarily playing. What was popular here was not necessarily popular there, yeah. right? So that's I mean, true. That's still I, true. Yeah. Yeah, it's still true, but it's just fun uh, getting to go back and, and now it's you know. Like I think it's less true program. now though. Like yeah, there there's so much more crossover and so much Agreed. less of like naming it different because we're in a different region and all that. Like it feels oh, like we're yeah. a little bit more uh, on the same page kind of across the the yeah. board, and that's good. Um, I think we are. We we always threaten to make that episode to the regionalization of of different game titles. We oh, we're gonna do it, you guys. We're gonna do it. Yeah. You we're just wait. It. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah. You just put put that quarter in the slot and, hold, and wait because we're doing it. Check this out. <laughs> all right. This may all sound like the same music, but I promise they're different games. Right. Uh, this is uh, the NES version Crash and the Boys. Crash and the Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Street the Challenge, boys. to be specific. And uh, this came out in 1992. So we are in the 90s by the time this happened. And uh, the game is uh, kind of the same mechanics you found in their other games, mm-hmm. but you control like side scroll levels, try to defeat opponents, use an arsenal of attacks, special moves, that kind of stuff. Uh, there's a bunch of events in here. Yeah, that's kind of like the mini game of it. It's kind of like you've got a little bit of beat em up and you got a little bit more of the, the competition stuff, which is with all these Kunio games kind of do that. They're either beat em ups or they're, you know, some type of sports, and here they come with their hands in their pocket. Yeah. I really like this. I like the movie in this one. If you yes. don't get a chance to, if you don't play it, you gotta at least go to YouTube and watch Crash and the Boy Street Challenge video. It is a straight up '80s movie done in 
that the style of Kunio Khan. It's Chunio. Chunio. It's yeah. cheesy as hell. Is what I was going to say. Yeah. Love and uh, that. Yeah, that's worth looking at this one. I found the gameplay a little just too. I don't know. It was a little all over the place. A little scattershot. <laughs> But that's not why I was tuning in for this one. This one's just fun to watch, and you go yeah. the 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 areas you go to and the different activities and crap, very yeah. varied. Like you do this yeah, dude right now, yeah, you see golf. This, yeah, look at this. He's doing uh, what do you what do you call it? Um, hurdles, and hurdles. I hated it. I uh, hurdles are hard. Hated <laughs> the hurdles. Yeah. Because uh, you do a little bit of fighting as well, and they got this catch up mechanic, which all of all the Kunio Kun series has this like catch up mechanic. They they never allow. If if you're if you got a lot of stamina, you're gonna get beat up really early on. And if you get have low stamina, you're gonna be able to fight longer than you thought you could. And here it's the same thing. If you fall and you and you trip over a hurdle, you'll, they'll suddenly just throw you forward and you're you're back in the race again. Game has know. the most uh, lame uh, graffiti. It's all just the word Southsiders and pow. Southsiders, pow. Yeah, yeah it's stupid. <laughs> anyway, so it's almost like an Olympics game it. is what it reminded me of. You know, yeah, multiple yeah. Uh, activities. Okay. You're trying to win them all, and they're all tied together with this weird 80 story. It's, it's the Street Olympics, is what it is. It's yeah. just a bunch of Street yeah. Olympics. That's basically yeah. it. Um, I, is Crash a character? I didn't figure that out. I I think you're crashing through. You're supposed to crash through these uh, barricades. I think that's what you're supposed. Is that to why do. it's and, named Crash and the Boys? Like, is that what they mean? I, 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 I think part of it's because you'd use that crash mechanic <laughs> a good bit. Yeah, you I'm do. Not under sure, I'm not 100% sure on that. But when you crash through those barricades or yeah. the, the hurdles, uh, they'll throw sticks off. Yeah. And if you pick, you can pick them up and then throw them at, in the other lane. Yeah. Yeah, which is, yeah, which is not, uh, that shouldn't be, a, the, the rules should say you can't fight. Like this one right here. They're beating the shit out of each other under the pool, doing a pool yeah, race. Yeah, it's, it's. Like I said, they combined the things. I'm sure this is somebody's favorite. It weren't mine. Yeah, it's not mine either. <laughs> but I, I respect. But you got to watch uh, people play it. Yeah, and it's I respect its weird, its weird uh, vibe. Yeah, it's hilarious to watch. I don't know that I I could recommend the frustration of playing it. But if you're in for a challenge, knock yourself out. Yeah, and they all have dumb little pants, which is consistent with the uh, <laughs> with the series, right? They all have that. Yeah, yeah. They all the, the, at least in America, they they always had the dumb little pants. That that's every every time they did an Americanization of it, it was always blue jeans and a t shirt. No, Whereas when it was in Japan, it was like let's get some of these uh, martial arts or school uniforms kind of stuff. Right. Now we've mentioned it. We mentioned Double Dragon, and it deserves a mention yes. because it's the granddaddy of the side scrolling beat 'em ups. Um, but Nintendo World Cup deserves a mention. Why do you think that one's yeah, uh, yeah. worth talking about? Also part of the uh, the series, as well as Double Dragon was originally going to be. Uh, it was supposed to be. It was going to be a follow up to Renegade, and it was going to be a Kunio Kun game. But they ended up uh, shifting it a little bit, and so it ended up not being that. But they all live in kind of the same universe. Now, the Nintendo World Cup, it is it's, it's one of those sporting it's events. soccer with it, these same-looking dudes. With their little, it's soccer, but the same universe. Same stupid pants, same big dumb eyeballs. They got crazy eyebrows. It's such a, it's such a style. It's like, um, oh, I don't know what to compare this to. You just look at it and go, oh, it's one, it's them. It's those guys. Yes, yeah, them. It's them. It's, it's, it feels like it always. It always looks like these guys. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is them. And this is one Their I didn't play this crazy. week, but I'll bet I could find a ROM that's less blinky than this Game Boy game. Yeah. I didn't. I, I looked at the video before I played this one. And I was kind of like, um, yeah, this looks like an exercise of frustration. I'm going to pass on this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I did just that. You know what we ought to do one time? We should have an episode. We'll keep threatening these weird episodes that we never do, but. <laughs> We should do an episode where we talk about like the best, um, like newish game you can buy that looks retro as hell. And I don't mean like, yeah, you know, just I'm pixels, down with this. But I mean like you know, I pl- I have this game. I have a soccer game I've been playing called, oh crap, uh, Pixel. Oh crap, that's a wild. I like that title. That's Pixel a good Pro title. something. I forget, but it's super pixelated and it plays like an old school game. And it's a great example of like retro done right in a modern way. Right. Yeah. It'd be fun yeah. to do that. Right. Like. Just different genres and who's doing what and how and you know which which Metroidvanias are the most like true to the experience that mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's fun. true. It's true. there's there's so many of them. Usually the problem is the games are really usually super short. They never. I think a lot of times people will develop these games as a proof of concept that they can create a game. Yeah. 
Um, and then they usually move on. So usually it's not, they don't stick around with the game a lot of times. But if you know of one that has and does and really lives in that, yeah. Yeah, let me let me know. There's also a new developer package for, uh, I was I saw this somewhere today. It was like uh, there was a new NES tool that allows you to create NES games. Mm. Oh, I just, I just really read it. like, like, new, like yeah, new stuff. Uh, yeah, like, like in NES style games. Let's put it that way. Oh, I would love to look at um, that. Let yeah, me do Genesis too. Give me a Genesis thing. That's what I want. Yes, exactly. Just give me a give me a useful tool for uh, creating something that looks or feels like it. Yeah, everything but uh, but this. I don't need that. Don't need that. <laughs> I'm good. Anything past that is fine. Anything anything post that <laughs> signs yeah. Scott up. Although, go back oh, to that. A new programming language has arrived for creating NES games. This is actually on Time Extension, which oh. is a place I visit. So it's probably not some often. visual tool. It's probably like a you know yeah. it's an actual language script. A, a programmer tool named a Puppy has designed uh, a programmer. Excuse me, Puppy has designed a new programming language called NES Fab for NES game development. NES mm, Fab, F-A- FAB, like fabrication. Oh, there yeah, it is. Yeah, NES Fab, like fabrication, or FAB for mm-hmm. being fabulous. Yeah. Uh, Pubby.games. If you go there, you should be able to find it. Uh, and I'm curious how I, how would be to do this. If Let's I could see. run this as a, could I build a ROM and then play it on my NES Classic? I don't know. I want to learn more, though. Uh, it says here, okay. Easy ass loading. Oh, asset loading. Okay. It's got a, C, a GCC compiler, supports C20 standard, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. Um, Debug mode, ba ba ba. Completed games. I see in one. Oh yeah, the hang glider. Mm-hmm. Are there some done games? No, there's just one completed games. Hang got <laughs> hang glider. I mean, there's this is, one. This is new, so there's a maze games very new. So you know, you know. that's cool though. I love that. Love hearing yeah. about this kind of stuff. Um. All right. Well, there you have it. That's a look at the deep, uh, world of all the Kunio Kun games. Did it? Nailed it. It's worth I checking those right. out. Yeah, there. I think so. I think we are. If we're not, someone will correct us. But um, that's right. It's cool stuff and should not be overlooked. I think even the even the stuff is a little iffy gameplay wise. It's fun to look at what they tried to do. So yeah. I recommend some YouTube videos and stuff if you don't want to take the time to play it. But like Scott said, man, if you got a if you got a Steam Deck, man, load mm-hmm. this stuff up. Man. Oh yeah, hell yeah, Give yourself a good time. Yeah, it's great. And the the emulation on Dodgeball looked real good. Yeah. I don't know where so I got. Good. I don't even know where I got the freaking ROM. I've had it for. Probably ten years, decades. Yeah, a long time. Where where I got it, I don't know. Can I give it to you? No, <laughs> no. If you're asking for it, no, you may yeah. not have it. If you want it, you can no has. F off. Um. All right. Time for <laughs> time for this. Destroy it. <laughs> We're gonna play guess my game where we play audio from an old game and we try to guess what each other brought. I'm gonna start with mine. Brian, here are your hints. Uh, it's Game Boy, NES, Super NES, and Genesis game. That came out over the span of ninety two to ninety four. Right? The, the, that was so the same game. It was just slowly getting poor to these different correct platforms. Correct, okay. and right. they were the sixteen bit versions. Obviously, were better, um, just graphically and stuff. But that may give you a hint, or maybe it won't. I don't know. Okay, but we're gonna play it and see what you think. Here you go. Give me. Is this a videotape from nineteen eighty? <laughs> This is uh, the Genesis version, Oh, by the way. Oh, this sounds familiar. Oh, shit. I know what this is. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. I've heard this a million times. Any guesses? See if the chat's getting it. Oh, the cat, chat it, knows. It. So you got don't play look it, at the play chat. It, play it, play it, play it again. Okay, don't look at the chat. Yeah, just, yeah, just the just the top you part. Hear the top the part re- sounds really familiar. Okay, here's the intro. This is CNN. I don't know what that is. Oh wait, that that I know. Do you know oh, that? I know what this is. Yeah, what is it? nailed it. What got it? it. What is it? Uh, this is this is a. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Ah, oh, damn it. You got it. Or you're good to close enough anyway. It's uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Sorry, The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle <laughs> and Friends. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, because we were doing the and friends thing. We were putting and friends on everything. I played this for longer than I thought I would, about 20 minutes <laughs> while I recorded audio for it. I, and, I remember um, this one. It's it was okay. like a Tom and Jerry one, too, that was all right. <coughs> I think I did Tom and Jerry last week, didn't I? I think it was my guess my game, I think. Yeah, I think it was. That's, yeah. I think, the reason why I started looking at all this Maybe. stuff. But it's very similar. I watched so much Rocky and Bullwinkle growing up. Oh, dude, it's crazy. I loved that show when I was a kid. Yeah. And then it was already 10 years in print or something when I saw it. I could hear, I could hear that too. Yeah. When you was playing Nothing it. up I my sleeve. It. Oh, not again. Let's see. Let me find no. it. I have a Bullwinkle line. I think, I think I still have it. I haven't seen these shows in forever though. Rocky. I know. Where can you even get them? Rocky and Bullwinkle. Is this one? Check it out. No, here's something we hope you'll really like. I think I shall now be sick. <laughs> I don't think that was real. I don't think, but I love that. I've had that since that 2005. Of, is that one of yours? I probably played that on ELR back in the day. You probably did. You put a, you put a fart there. That's always that's been your that's been your uh, <laughs> modus operandi for a very long time. Right? I don't think uh, I put that one in though. I think somebody else squeeze did it. a fart in there. Did you did you watch the uh, 3D Rocky and Bullwinkle movie that they had uh, so many years back now? No, uh, or was that Rocky and Bullwinkle? Or, or was no, that? well there was a there no, was a couple Sherman of and them. Peabody. Sherman, Sherman and Peabody. Peabody. That was it. Yeah, I didn't yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah. Was it any good? I remember enjoying it. Now I must go back and watch it. Now you don't. Now you don't remember. I don't either. There's also new cartoons. Amazon Prime or somebody does them. Um, oh, okay. Let me see. I'm going to tell you the truth and tell you the real truth here. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the truth. Justwatch.com. Let's see where this is. Moose and Squirrel. I mean, come on. How could you not love something about a moose and squirrel? Okay. The 1959 show. Oh, it's even 20 years uh, older uh, than when I saw it for the first time. Uh, those are not streaming anywhere. That's great. Thanks a lot. Is it time to watch a Dudley Do-Right with uh, everybody's uh, favorite is he's is is uh, Brendan 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 Fraser 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 is now back. You're, you saw that right? The Dudley Do Right movie? No. Oh, in. I did see that. That was Brendan Fraser. You're yes, right. Fraser. That's right, everybody. We have to get used to saying Fraser because it was never Fraser. It was never that. Yeah. Now We're, that we've been uh, educated, <clears throat> here it is. They tried to reboot a new series called The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. On this is a DreamWorks effort. It was a 2D animation thing, and yep. it was on Amazon Prime original. And there's a they did a whole season and it's up there. Nice. I think it looks nice. all right. I, I haven't seen it, it's, but I think it looks okay. Right. It's gonna be all about. Did you grow the humor uh, along with everything else, I mean, or are you just gonna try to do the same humor? Because yeah, I don't. It's yeah, tricky, right? I like the humor with the art that they had back then, and there's a nostalgia piece to it. But if you're gonna do it in a modern context, you got to make it visually and. Yeah, written. There's some new, Humor. like there's some new <laughs> Mickey Mouse stuff that I think is pretty good. Yeah, the Mickey Mouse stuff is really good. Yeah, I think part of it is because they they go hard in making it kind of weird. You know. Yeah. I yep. think you can't make them like they used to be, or else you're making a mistake. No. Even though it, was, it used to be weird anyway. I mean, come no, on, it just was weird. It's always what is, what is Goofy? Goofy is Goofy a dog? I don't know. Yeah, what is what, Goofy? What is Pluto then? You're yeah, like, well, Pluto. <laughs> the Goofy owns Pluto. How does that make right? Any sense? Why? Why can one talk and one can't? What is, yeah, Donald Duck has no pants. He has no pants. He's wearing a little sailor. He's wearing like a sailor jacket, but he got no (laughs) pants on. What the hell's wrong with him? They only got one suit between the two of them. That's effed up. All right, I'm going to play yours now. Uh, uh, Oh yeah, you didn't even need hints. That's annoying. So what? What you got for me? Well, that you gave me the best hint. You gave me that. uh, You gave me the freaking music. That music was a dead giveaway. That was the giveaway. Okay. Uh, Okay. So uh, this is. Make sure I'm on the right tab here. Uh, This is 1995, and we got a DOS. In Mac is how this thing was originally released. 95. Okay. 95. Three years after Rocky and Bullwinkle hit the Genesis. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it's a weird way to think of it. Okay. Yeah. Here it is. For 109 years, I've kept you alive and tortured you. And for 109 years, each of you has wondered, why? Why me? Why me? Gorister! Do you remember the last words you heard your wife speak before they took her to the asylum? Huh? Before they locked her away in the room? First question, is this seventh guest? No, but they they are they having like an anniversary, like the their 40, 50, what, 40 anniversary? I mean, they might be. Before they yeah, but it, it is not. But, it's not that. Um, yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 I can't really? answer the question yet because you got to ask me. Is it, a, is it a, like a mist-like mystery type thing? 
That's my question. It is a, a, a mystery, correct. It, it is kind of a, you, yeah, you're trying to solve a, a mystery of some sort. Yes. Okay. She looked at you so sadly. And like a small animal, she said, I didn't make too much noise, did I, honey? <laughs> the moon is padded for us, once again, some masterful uh, mixing in the 90s. They always do that. <laughs> all the games in the 90s that had voice, they didn't have to do it yet, so right. the sound effects and the voices were so effed together. You couldn't hear what he was saying. Um, oh my gosh, I'm out of questions. Uh, no, you have one more, right? Yeah, but it's the, 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 I don't have the right one. <laughs> um, I didn't make too much noise. It sounds like a horror game. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely uh, uh, like psychological. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know. Um, Twenty-five for all the one hundred and nine years that you lived down here in my belly. Here in my belly. My belly. No one in the chat room guessed it either, so don't feel bad. Except for Skits, who already guessed it. Like. I, I gave him a preview. Oh, he knew about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were talking about it last night. On the, he's the same guy. The I can't look because I don't want to be cheating here, but uh, yeah, he's yeah. the same guy yeah. that said Rocky and Bullwinkle earlier. I think Skits knows that. everything. Skits knows all. Skits knows uh, all there is to know. Um, right. I th- I'm just going to guess. Uh, Do it. Give me a, give me a guess. Uh, what was the second? What was the seventh guest uh, sequel? Thirteenth. <laughs> uh, the, the eighth guest. More, more guests are more coming. More guests are coming. Um it's something like that. <laughs> Shit. I give up. What is it? But it's not. It is It is not that. Uh, this is I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream. I don't know what this is. I've never even Dreams. heard of that. That's it's a, a point-and-click adventure based on, uh, I think the novel is from the 60s, I believe. Uh, and, yeah, it's, it's, let's see how they describe it on Steam. The adventure plunges you into the tortured and hidden past of a lie. Of, does that say five humans? Yes, five humans. <laughs> Delve into their darkest fears out with the master computer. Yeah. That's the reason why it was relevant. Uh, you know, they get that AI technology, baby. Yeah. It was coming already in 95. It was yeah. coming. Before you know it, it was going to make the Pope look like he bought a cool gangster <laughs> coat. Uh, wow. That was, I've never even heard of that. That is news Yeah, to I have me. no mouth that I must scream. Okay. Uh, for, yeah. So Something about we're that, We're going to talk about that one eventually. That one and rings a bell. Why? Why does that ring a bell? Like I said, you've you've probably seen it before. Probably freaked you out. Probably on a shelf or something at a at like an egghead yeah. or something. Yeah, back, back when they had retail stores. Oh, that's right. I yeah. like egghead because you probably it's, it's it's very that that title is very enticing anytime you see it. Yep. Do you remember that when egghead had stores? That was fun. Yeah, I do. You could go to one of those, grab a copy yeah. of uh, Excel. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe a hundred <laughs> megabyte hard drive and get out of there, you know? There you go. Get out of here, man. Yep. It was good times. Um, all right. Well done, everybody. That's my, I guess, my game stuff. Now we take That's some emails and things. Welcome to the treasure room. Except today, we're doing uh, a text. It's not an email. All right? Okay. That's what we're doing. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Is that our new... Our new sound for no, when it's a text. That's just a guy. That's a that's when Bullwinkle dies in that game. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, I just kind of liked it, so I grabbed it. Anyway, this is a this is a message that came to eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. You're encouraged to text us anytime, and if you want to leave a voicemail on that same number, that's fine too. Don't mm-hmm. don't hold back. Just let yourself rip. Uh, Stephen Rushing wrote in says you often talk about a time frame definition of retro. And I thought you would appreciate the cover of Retro Gamer being a GameCube title. Uh, Here is my take. The dividing line, the dividing technology between modern and retro is online connectivity. He says, I know that the uh, Dreamcast and GameCube and PS2 had modem adapters and some limited internet access. But the uh, next generation is the one that introduced online purchases and systems and game updates. uh, System and game updates, rather. Retro should be games that came out before the online distribution was widespread. Pre, uh, pre-stream and online game shops. Uh, ju- just take, no, sorry, just my take. Love the show, Stephen. I think yeah. that's actually a pretty good demarcation. Yeah, I like I, I've yeah. This, this is something I believe as well. Is uh, the 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 game changed completely uh, because we started we started introducing new gameplay elements 
so we weren't ta- we're not talking about a graphics advance suddenly like you would have seen in some of our you know some of our previous consoles, but this right. is definitely when gameplay changed, right? Because you're no longer focusing on that single player experience. As a matter of fact, there was all there was talk for a long time. It's like, oh, will anybody even play a single player game again? I'm glad that didn't come yes. through because I right. I like a good single player game. I don't want people hanging around. I do me. too. Um, but yeah, like so. So does that mean PS2, key, GameCube, and uh, Dreamcast in, are that's our cap? Is that what we would in say? my heart? In my heart, that is where I usually stop playing retro games after that because the PS3 it feels a little too modern still to me. But the PS2, there's a lot of games. Not all of them. There's a lot of games there. GameCube, I definitely feel like that's retro because I'm still looking at four by three. In a lot of these games, and wherever I see a four by three game, I'm like, oh wow, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm really yeah. Anything pre anything pre sixteen nine is a good example, which right, that really right. didn't I mean, okay. that didn't really kick kick over until three sixty and PS three. Yeah, and the so. Dreamcast, of course, even though it was the it was the first one to hit that generation, it really had so many missteps that it really kind of feels like it's in this limbo area. Yeah. It, it doesn't quite feel up to GameCube, PS two, especially level so it, it feels like it's lagged so far behind even though yeah. it was cutting edge for like half a minute yeah for like a whole month it was like, <laughs> like for a whole month it was it was the hotness i loved mine man i absolutely love <laughs> oh, my, my dreamcast yeah it's great it's fantastic i still say the controllers are a little goofball you know they're definitely goofball yeah. we're definitely you know the vmu was there's things about the vmu that are amazing i love having a screen on my controller i know it seems kind of pointless but i've seen it used really well and to great effect i think i don't think it was i think that was a, a thing that we kind of kind of threw away that maybe we should have kept in some way man i would love to have my ps5 controller with like some kind of like little led blue <laughs> layout of you know digits or something or some stats yeah i'd love to see that what do you think is the most cornball uh, add-on or accessory or um, I don't know what else to call it thing like right. that and for me the it's most for me it's probably uh, it's right up the VMU is up there because I think it is kind of pointless yeah. but yeah. the other one I think is probably the when the Xbox yeah. One launched they it had a connect in it and I think the connect yeah. was ultimately it was an interesting little step but it ended up being like yeah. instead of a big stone step is a little pebble step right and it was stupid <laughs> And I every think, time, yeah, it was dumb. Every every time I see a fishing rod peripheral, I always want to get it. But I'm like, God, this is so specific. I mean, with a gun, you can kind of, even though it's still shooting, there's so many games you can play. You know, it, you could you could be in, you know, a, a, you could compete against. It just seems like the fishing rod uh, accessory always seems <laughs> yeah. just so narrow. It's so it's narrow, like, yeah. It's, it's one like, u- one use only. At least a light gun. A light gun's man. like, well, there's lots of ways to shoot things. I can play lots of games. Yeah, you can play carnival type games. Sure. You could do all the, but I guess you could play with carnival type games. But it just doesn't seem very engaging. It no. just seems. I like a fishing rod. I like a fishing rod. Is it's a lot of fun. I do too. But, but that's its again, only use. You're never going to play Virtua Cop with a fishing rod. Yeah, you know. Although, but I got to say, <laughs> the, the the goofiest I've ever felt though. Is got to be, was it the Game Boy Advance or was it the DS? I'm trying to remember when they introduced it. You could blow on the screen and oh, that DS. was like a game mechanic. That was a DS. And DS was yeah, the it was a DS. Yeah. And I, I, at one point in time, I was like, oh, is it some kind of, it must be like some kind of heat sensors. <laughs> no, it's just, no, it's just a speaker. It's just a microphone. It's the yeah. microphone. It's <laughs> yeah. the microphone going, read, reading this noise. <laughs> yep. It was, uh, I think it was the first version. The first time I used it was the, whatever the DS version of, um, um, Mar- or, uh, WarioWare was. Right. And yeah. one of them you had to blow on shit to make things happen. It was so yeah. stupid. Yeah. There was like a whole, like some kind of, I remember there was like some kind of game pack or something that you could play different competitions and, yeah. and you could, you would blow on it. It was just so dumb. I loved it though. Uh, chat room makes a good point. The OG Xbox is also in the PS2 GameCube. Uh, Dreamcast era, yeah, and there's a lot of games that, but that thing was apply, really I, on di- online. That thing was hardcore. That's online. what I say. I I really, but Xbox was the first right. to really. I mean that that console was designed with the idea 
of going online. They knew they wanted to be online by the time that the was the foundation. They knew that was the future yeah. too. I think they were they were banking yeah. on that. And um, the GameCube and the yeah. PS2, I they added it because they knew it was coming. But I don't think they. I, I don't. That wasn't first. No. On the PS2, it was. It was the. It was the DVD drive that was first. If anything, was, if anything, the Dreamcast was was the one that was ahead of the of the thinking because that one had one at launch. You could go get one. You had to buy it, but you had to yeah. buy an adapter. The other two, I yeah. think, came. It all came later. It was like wedged yeah. in yeah. there. The like, PS2, oh, I think, had it. We got a port. Did it have it built in? But it, no. once again, they it wasn't were, built they were in. You had to, you had to buy the adapter. Player. I think. I think. I think yeah. it was still a thing. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it's weird time. Weird time, everybody. Yeah. We were we were we were stepping through. We were yep. stepping through, and that's that's usually what you know separates the modern from the retro gaming. I think someone's mowing your lawn. Can you hear that? Excellent. Yeah. yeah. No, it's fine. But what is how are they doing? Are we getting a good job done? Are you uh, that's them? actually Audra. She's outside. She wanted to. She wanted to cut the grass. Today. Is it a so, is like, it a riding mower or she is it a push one? No, no, no. This is for this is her. This is her. I want to have some exercise and I don't want to get on the treadmill. <laughs> and so she's like, I want to cut the grass. So she's push mowering it. Uh, that's not a bad idea. A push mower will give you a yeah. good workout. It's not bad. It's a good workout. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not powered, man. She's she's willing that thing through the yard right now, and I'm I'm just like sitting here talking about video games, looking out the window, going, <laughs> "Oh, you missed a spot." Yeah. Uh, sometimes we win, Brian. Sometimes we win. <laughs> sometimes we win. That's right. Get uh, you get yourself a significant other who will cut the grass while you talk to your friends. Damn about straight. video games. Damn straight. And while you're at it, send us a text or a voicemail eight zero one four seven one zero four six two, or you can email us. Which is uh, what is our email address these days? It is uh, <laughs> play retro play retro show at gmail dot com. There it is. Thank you very much. Uh, our next show slash episode will be all about Ristar, or is it Ristar? I always said Ristar growing I, up. I say Ristar, but I think Ristar it may be correct. I, they, you you would not hurt my feelings if you said I was saying it wrong. Right. Uh, this was an attempt to make a mega hit for Sega. Uh, and yeah. compete even with the likes of their own Sonic the Hedgehog. They were trying to go for yeah. another big mascot-driven platformer. This was and the this my, was the Sega Sega team, right? And but yeah. I don't think it was the Sega. It wasn't, it wasn't Sonic the team. Sonic team. No, it wasn't this, these but guys yeah. either. Sonic Software Planning. It wasn't Software Planning either. It was a whole no, different group. No. Uh, they made an amazing game, and I will stand to this day and die on this hill that Ristar is one of the or Ristar, whichever it is, is one of the best 16-bit era games that no one played okay i i agree i didn't really play it uh back in the day but it had such a it had such a weird development cycle there's tons of prototypes out there that was steps along the way it's got a it's got a really cool uh history that i'm looking forward yeah. to it's awesome into so for real it's a great game we're going to talk about it in depth next week and if you would like to help us do that one need only go, go over to patreon.com slash play retro. And why would you do that? Because you can throw us a little cash. Why do you do that? So this show can thrive and survive. Mm-hmm. We do this show for you mostly because we love it, but we also mm-hmm. need to pay the bills. And some of you stepped up in the last week and helped us do that. Like Rathok, James Goodrich, Stan Kaminsky, Shamwil Al-Amin. I'm I'm all in. I'm in. I'm all in. And Adam 12. We know him. He's in all kinds of chat rooms all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, you guys are awesome. Right, Thank you so much for joining up and being a part of this operation. Hashtag touched. Yep, very touched. PlayRetroShow at gmail.com. PlayRetroShow on Twitter. You can also find us at the website, frogpants.com slash playretro. Leave us reviews wherever you get your podcasts. Between now and next week, please play something retro. And we'll see you next time. If you like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Jeez. Barf! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.